Welcome to the Audio Road Network. It's time for questions from the Audio Road with Kevin Rutherford. The show is all about the business of trucking. We're live Monday through Friday, midnight Eastern. Call 646-595-4967. Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. This is Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs, back in your pocket. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is We are here live. It is... Oh, it's Friday the 13th. Look at that. Well, if you're on the East Coast, I guess you survived because uh, if you're on the East Coast already, it's Saturday the 14th. But for the rest of us, I happen to be in the mountain time zone tonight. It's Friday the 13th. We are here live. Pick up the phone and call me. If you dial real quick, you might be able to grab an open line here at the beginning. 8888 Road Dog is the number. I'm going to get to those calls in just a little bit. So... I had a good day today, um, kind of long, tiring, um, but a really good day. So many of you know I've been on the road for over two months on this trip. I've done a ton of industry events. It's been a really good trip for me. I've made good connections, strengthened some relationships, met some new people. Um, just a just a really productive, it's a long time to be away from home. I really want to get back. But it's been very productive. I've gotten some writing done, worked on some big projects. Like I said, attended a lot of events. So Wednesday of this week was the end of the events um, that I had planned for this trip. I finished up the TIA in Palm Desert, California. And from there, I headed over to Quartzite. I know it's just one of those little towns off I-10 that you think, why would you ever go to Quartzite? But I actually like quartzite. A lot of people may not realize, but all of the land all around quartzite, all over that whole area is all BLM land. You can dry camp in an RV anywhere you want. It's very cool because even with a big coach, you can take it off-road, out into the desert, just park, um, I don't know, play Breaking Bad and cook meth, whatever. Um, It's very quiet. It's very dark. Uh, at night, it's a great place for me to go get some quiet and get some work done. And I have a new project that I was working on, and I needed to put some time in on it. So <laughs> Lisa's asking me, what cook meth, what's that? You'd have to watch the show Breaking Bad, um, which I know was a big thing. And I think I was one of the last people to the party. But on this trip, I've been binge-watching. Breaking Bad, and they drive out into the desert in an RV and cook meth. So that's what that reference was all about. Uh, But I wasn't doing that, I promise. I was out there writing. So I got some writing done, um, and then I headed into um, the Phoenix area and um, spent the day with Larry Wingett, which was a a great time for me. Got a lot of work done. Larry and I are working on a project. I'm not going to say anything else about that yet. You'll know more about that soon. So I got to spend the day working on that project. And then I left there early this afternoon and headed to Flagstaff, which is where I am now. 
And I've talked about this before, so there's, there's a point to this whole story. And it's about relationships. And I talk a lot about building relationships. That's what life's about. It's certainly what business is about. And I think that in this industry, and when I say this industry, I kind of mean, you know, what we do, the people who listen to this show, own trucks, drive trucks, owner-operators are very small carriers. Honestly, I think one of our weak points is building relationships. And I see it, I talk about it all the time. One of the things I talk about is that we are in an industry where we do most of our work over the phone. Most businesses, many businesses, deal with their customers in person. We don't. In this business, we tend to do most of our work on the phone. And that's just the way it is. And I'm okay with that. But if you want to set yourself apart with your customers, whoever your customers happen to be, whether it's a carrier you lease to, a broker or a group of brokers you work with, or even a shipper direct, if you want to change that dynamic and set yourself apart and build a better relationship, then do the hard work, whatever it takes, to go meet your customers in person. Now, you don't have to do it every time you deal with them. Really, sometimes all it takes is once. And I've talked about this before, how the entire dynamic changes. No matter how much you work with somebody on the phone or even in some sort of, you know, teleconferencing. I I know that helps a little bit when you can see the other person, but there is no replacement yet in technology for face-to-face, handshake, you know, look somebody in the eye and and get to know them and work with them. And I I had that experience again today. The the company I'm up here in Flagstaff to meet with, uh, it's a company we work with on the health side. Um, There's some news around health. We are really working hard to bring destination health back. I've just got to get my schedule under control again. Um, But one of the companies we work with that has the most awesome keto snack road food available is a company called F-Bomb, which I absolutely love the name. Uh, But in this case, F-Bomb stands for fat bomb. It's the whole point behind a keto diet is you eat a lot of good, high-quality fat. And this company... That's what they do. They make little individual packets of the most amazing nut butters you've ever tasted. So macadamia nuts, which are my absolute favorite anyway, and they grind those into a nut butter, and then they have flavors like uh, salted chocolate and macadamia nut, coconut and macadamia nut. Their newest, which just just put me right over the top, is pecan and macadamia nut butter. If you haven't tried this yet, this stuff is so good. So we've been working with this company for over a year. Great company, great people. They have an awesome product. I love their business model. I love their work ethics and everything about the company. But never met them. Me personally haven't really talked to them on the phone much. Lisa does a lot of the uh, dealing with our partner companies and ordering and inventory. So she's talked with them. So I thought, you know what, I, I, I'm going back that way. I'll go right through Flagstaff. You know, let me, I say, let me call them. I at least call them because that's what she does. Um, 
She called him, set it up. They said, absolutely, we'd love to have him stop by. So I stopped by, got a tour of the facility, great place here. We went out to a really nice dinner. We talked. Um, I learned some things about keto, which is I, I love to learn. I I think I know a lot about keto because I researched it extensively. I help other people with it. I created a course about it. I've been in keto for three years, which is I think a pretty long time. You know, I see somebody like Jimmy Moore. I think maybe he's been in keto for eight years, and I think, well, that's a long time. I didn't know this, but the, one of the owners and founders of Fat Bomb, uh, Ross has been keto for twenty six years. Talk about being way ahead of the curve. Uh, and it, it was a great story. I'm not going to go into it all here. Um, but that's a lot of experience at something. And, and now I understand why they were able to make such a great product and, you know, why they understand so much about this. So it, it the, the moral of the story here is technology, the way we know it right now, no matter how many ways we have to communicate with somebody. In fact, I think we have too many. We have phone calls and text messages and we can tweet and send them an instant message on Facebook and on Messenger and emails. There's just too many ways. It's too easy to miss something, I think. But with all those ways of communicating, there is still nothing that replaces that face-to-face, look somebody in the eye, shake their hand, have a meal with them. It changes the entire dynamic. And I, I, I've experienced that many times. I talk about it, but I, I got another great taste of that today. Um, I, I've clearly spent time with Larry before, but even, you know, being able to spend time today with Larry working on a project. It, it's, we worked on the things that don't work well when you're apart. Now we got the core done. We still have a lot of work to do on that project, but it'll be much easier to do even apart now. This company, like I said, we've been working with them for over a year. Great company. We have a great relationship with them. But it just got better. I mean, it clearly got better in my mind. I, I enjoyed meeting them today, um, sitting down with them. And that's my point. Lisa's really given me a hard time tonight on tech. So um, when you hear me laugh for no apparent reason, it's because she's texting me. I did have a point. That was my point, that... Meeting people in person. That was the point of this whole long story about my trip today. Meeting people in person, shaking hands, looking them in the eye, sitting down to a meal or a cup of coffee or whatever, changes the entire dynamic. You should do more of it. It's a great way to set yourself apart in business, especially this business, because we don't do a lot of it. We, we tend to do most of our business on the phone. Take the time. Go meet your customers in person. Go meet your potential customers in person. Might just change everything. We will be, and it, there's going to be some good things that came out of both of these meetings today. You'll be hearing more about them. We'll be right back. When I get back, I'm going to get right to your calls and questions. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford.
are you a driver that wants to take control of your own destiny and have the freedom to make the choices that affect you and your loved ones every day? If the answer is yes, then Stop Holding the Steering Wheel audio program was designed for you. In this one-of-a-kind audio program, Kevin Rutherford reveals the secrets to running a successful trucking business, taking the plunge to owner-operator, finding and negotiating for a new truck, and managing money once you earn it. Are you willing to do the hard work? It's time to stop holding the steering wheel and start driving your business. Order your copy today and create the business you've always wanted. Visit our online store at letstruck.com or call our Tribe Care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Hey, Audio Road listener, what is your profit per mile? How about your cost per mile or even your bottom line? Stop driving blind and know your numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner-operators. Have instant access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our 30-day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call our Tribe Care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Did you know that 35% of fuel economy can be attributed to your driving habits? Use the ScanGauge KR to maximize your driving efficiency. The ScanGauge KR has built-in and programmable digital gauges that allow you to read instant fuel mileage, average fuel economy, and dozens more gauges as you drive. Get to know your truck and learn how you can improve your fuel cost and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Drive smarter and master the journey. Get yours today at Let'sTruck.com or call our TribeCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. As a professional driver, there is no question that fuel is your highest cost. Fuel Gauges tracks each fuel up, provides your 30, 60, and 90-day miles per gallon average, also tracks maintenance and modifications. Best of all, it is completely free to use. There is no excuse not to use your miles per gallon and start improving your fuel economy. Download the Fuel Gauges app today and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Let Fuel Gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. I'm going to get to the calls. You know, I was talking about the nut butters and fat bomb and the company, and if you haven't tried them, you've got to go try them. They're in the store at Let'sTruck.com. They're excellent to have in the truck. Super high quality. They taste great. I think Lisa just posted a great uh, uh, post up on the Destination Health page on Facebook. So you can check it out there. 
you got to go try some. Trust me on this one. Just go get some. Let's uh, let's get to some phone calls. Let's start off in Pennsylvania. Charlie, welcome to the program. How are you doing tonight, Kevin? Good. What's on your mind? Well, I'm thinking about I got an 07 Freightliner Columbia. I'm thinking about converting it to disc brakes. I don't know if it'd be sufficient to do it or not. What all's involved in converting this truck? You know, I'm not exactly sure. The last time I did the research on this, and I'm trying to think of when it was, it's been over a year, uh, maybe even closer to two. But the last time I did the research, there really wasn't any easy way to convert at all. Like you had to replace axles and all kinds of components. There wasn't much that would bolt on very easily. That may have changed, but it, but I don't know because I haven't researched that in, like I said, at least a year and maybe closer to two. Um, I, I, I'm a huge fan of disc brakes, clearly. They, it's a far, far better technology. Everything about disc brakes is better than drum. Uh, there will come a time where we won't talk about drum brakes in trucking anymore. They'll all be disc uh, because there are so many advantages. But I'm not sure, based on the research I did, that I would ever be willing to try to do a conversion to, unless somebody comes up with an easy kit because what I saw was not going to be easy or cheap. Okay, yeah, because I was told I'd have to uh, change the wheel in on it right now i got rocky mountain brakes on the truck yeah i guess makes them a little wider than your normal brakes right yeah i i i don't think this is one of those things that i i when you look at the cost of converting i i don't think it would ever be cost effective i don't even think it would ever be close it's one of those things that if I bought a new truck, hands down, no question, it would be disc brakes all around. Wouldn't even have to think twice about it. But I don't think I would ever go through the cost and expense to convert a current truck. Okay. Well, that's, that's what I wanted to know. I was just curious before I go aren't thinking too hard on it. Yeah, you know, if, if you're up for it and you, you know, go do the research and you find out, you know, what it really takes and what it costs, maybe there's something new available, you know, call me back. Let me know. Maybe I'd change my mind on it. But based on what I saw a year or two ago, it didn't look like it was going to be worth it to me. Okay. Well, thank you, Kevin, and I appreciate everything you do for us. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. 8888 Road Dog is the phone number. You might be able to grab that line we just opened up. I'm going to head to Pennsylvania. Mike, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. How are you today? Good. What's on your mind? Uh wondering if you could give me your opinion i'm looking at two different trucks they're both 2018 uh now i don't haul heavy i usually haul around 20,000 pounds i don't run hard i 60 mile an hour usually set the cruise at they're both t680s 
One has an X15 Cummins, 450 horsepower, 10-speed Eaton Fuller automatic transmission with 325 rear ends. And the second one has the Packard M MX13, 450 horsepower, same transmission, 10-speed automatic with 336 rear ends. Which one would you give me the better fuel mileage? The first thing we have to, it's kind of like my disclaimer. Um, We have to assume everything about these trucks is functioning properly. You know, they're complicated. We've seen them come right out of the factory getting four and a half miles to the gallon for some goofy reason. Because something was off. They had the wrong sensor, wrong software, something. So let's assume that both of them are functioning properly. The... I believe right. that 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 MX13 is going to give you at least a half mile per gallon better. One, it, that engine seems to do really okay. well on fuel economy so far. Uh, when it's running right, it will do really lousy on fuel economy when something goes wrong. That seems to be the trend we see on that one. Okay. Um, that was that is and has been a great engine in Europe for quite some time. I don't think we've got quite the hang of it yet here, but I, I like it. I think that engine has a ton of potential. Both of these, I'm not really wild about the gearing, and I really don't like the X15 with a 10-speed and 325s. That is a rough combination. All right. And here's why. You have to drive that truck in 10th gear. I mean, it, it's designed to be driven in 10th gear. 9th is too low. You know, that it's not like we can drive it in direct. The problem is that's a big jump from 9th to 10th, and those gear ratios are too high. The 336 is pushing it. I'm not wild about 336. 325 makes it even worse. Every time you go to shift on a big hill, that thing's just going to die. And, and that's just going to be a struggle. And th- and that's going to have some effect on fuel economy. Now, it's not as much of a big deal for you running as light as you do. But it's still something that, you know, since we're looking at the two trucks, I'm going to look at all the factors. So both of these and engines. And I mainly run Midwest and East Coast, so there's not, that, you know, that helps. any big, big yeah, goals. Don't have Sorry. any big long ones. So that helps. So it's not my greatest combination drive line wise but it, it these are both good trucks great aerodynamics either one of these engines would be okay um i would really have to lean towards the mx though i think that would be my choice i don't think i'd have to okay. think too hard on it that was kind of what i was looking at uh i did some research on it and i did read a lot about you know better fuel mileage and all that but i wanted your opinion yeah, I think, like I said, if everything's working right and, and everything else is equal, I think that 13 is going to beat that the X-15 by at least a half mile per gallon. Okay, well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Have a good night. Let's see. We're coming up on a break, but I think I'm going to jump into a call here and we'll carry it through. Let's go to Texas. Mike, welcome to the program. Mayday, 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 Dr. Kevin. Uh-oh. That doesn't sound hey, good. I love your, I love your podcast. <laughs> yeah. I love your podcast. I get to listen to you when I 
when I get free time, you know. Well, there you go. Good. First of the year, I bought this uh, 2000 uh, Volvo 770 with the 99 Cummings M14 in it. And uh, right away, I had some trouble with the transmission, so I had the transmission rebuilt. And then I took it on the road about middle of late February for about a month, and I noticed my fuel economy was just brutal. Lucky to get five, really, four, eight, oh. four, nine, five. Bought oh. a scan gauge, plugged the scan gauge in. You know, even like right now, right now I'm in the flats or going through, well, where am I at anyway? Waco, Texas, somewhere down through here, to road 35 south. But even a little bit of headwind up north last week, and I mean, I just can't get past five and a quarter, you know? I took it up to Pittsburgh Power. They put all new injectors in it, re, you know, did the, the overhead on it, uh, put a new balancer on the front. I just... I, I just can't get over five and a quarter. I don't know where to go. Wow. Okay, so let, let's talk a little bit. It's a 2000 Volvo, so we have good aerodynamics. That's not a problem. Um, what transmission is it? It's got the 13. Uh, I think it's the single over. What rear end ratio? Uh, 373 is what's on the sticker. Okay, so... We'll just assume for now that 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 is what's in there. Then that would mean it it's absolutely a double overdrive, uh, because three seventy threes we we'd have to have a point seven three final ratio, which makes that a thirteen speed double. And honestly, that combination a thirteen speed double over and three seventy three seventy three gears really is ideal for that N fourteen. I mean, that, that would be the gear okay. I would recommend. So we actually have good gearing. Let me, um, let me get to a break. We'll come back. We'll dig a little deeper because something's wrong here. And I like these kind of mysteries. We'll figure this out. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. and know your numbers. Profit Gauges is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner-operators. Have instant access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gauges today and take advantage of our 30-day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call our Tribe Care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Did you know that 35% of fuel economy can be attributed to your driving habits? Use the ScanGauge KR to maximize your driving efficiency. The ScanGauge KR has built-in and programmable digital gauges that allow you to read instant fuel mileage, average fuel economy, and dozens more gauges as you drive. Get to know your truck and learn how you can improve your fuel cost and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Drive smarter and master the journey. 
Get yours today at Let'sTruck.com or call our TribeCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. As a professional driver, there is no question that fuel is your highest cost. Fuel gauges tracks each fuel up, provides your 30, 60, and 90-day miles per gallon average, also tracks maintenance and modifications. Best of all, it is completely free to use. There is no excuse not to use your miles per gallon and start improving your fuel economy. Download the Fuel Gauges app today and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Let Fuel Gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Are you a driver that wants to take control of your own destiny and have the freedom to make the choices that affect you and your loved ones every day? If the answer is yes... Then Stop Holding the Steering Wheel audio program was designed for you. In this one-of-a-kind audio program, Kevin Rutherford reveals the secrets to running a successful trucking business, taking the plunge to owner-operator, finding and negotiating for a new truck, and managing money once you earn it. Are you willing to do the hard work? It's time to stop holding the steering wheel and start driving your business. Order your copy today and create the business you've always wanted. Visit our online store at letstruck.com or call our Tribe Care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Hey, have you heard? We have an app to make listening to our shows easier than ever. It's free, it's simple, it does one thing, and it does it really well. Download the app, open it, and listen to our shows. For the Power Hour, Questions from the Road, Destination Health, and more. Listen live, listen anytime, and never miss a show again. To find it, search your app store for Audio Road. One word, that's Audio Road. It's one more way we help you master the journey. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. Pick up the phone. Give me a call. Still some time to get through. I'm going to go back to Texas. I was talking with Mike. So, Mike, so far, everything about the specs on this truck are virtually the way I would have specced it. Good aerodynamics. The N14's hard to beat. Double overdrive 13, 373s. For that engine, just about perfect. I mean, the only... Thing I would change, and you don't find this on the open market, is I would change the, you know, 373s to probably 279s and then run indirect. But it, it's, um, oh, yeah. but that that's clearly we don't have a spec problem here. The the specs are good. If you would have called me and said, here's the truck, the engine, the transmission, the drive line. I might ask a couple more things. What kind of um, what kind of freight do you pull? What kind of trailer? I got a uh, double drop. 
RGN. Okay, so you've got some challenges as far as that goes then. You probably pull some pretty ugly freight. Yeah, a lot of times I'm uh, tall or wide. I'm usually not that heavy, but sometimes wide. But even like right now, I got a, uh, a utility trailer on the back, like a like a 30-foot uh, pull behind like a car trailer, you know, a closed car trailer. Yeah. So it takes up the whole, it takes up the whole well, you know. Um, I've had, uh, you know, loaders, bobcats, you know, backhoes, that kind of stuff on there, you know, military trucks on there. Even when I'm empty, though, Kevin, I mean, I'm looking at five and that, five, two. That was going to be my next question is what happens when you're empty. Um, yeah. That That's okay. My so what, My boost is always, even like right now, I'm running right now, I'm running uh, 55 miles an hour going out 35 here. I got this trailer on my trailer, and I'm running that, you know, almost 12 pounds of boost. Yeah, that's... Getting, uh, of course, right now I'm at five, I'm at 5.6 on the instant. Yeah, that's a lot of boost for going 55 miles an hour. A lot of boost. Yeah, it's a lot of boost. I'm at 52 right now, and I'm still pushing out 12.7 boost. I love your scan gauge. I just haven't quite learned how to use it completely yet, but... Yeah, well, using it on this truck would be a little challenging. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. right. Just because put that fleet air filter in it, you know, I'm just I'm trying to do all those those little steps, you know. Yeah, well, one of the things I would tell you, you can't go wrong with the fleet air filter and you know some of the other things you've done, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't spend any more money on modifications right now because we have to figure out what's yeah. wrong first. And what we don't want to do is start covering yeah. up the problem with modifications. You know, we do enough things, fuel mileage starts coming up, and we think, oh, well, that's as good as it's going to get. Because something's wrong. If you would yeah. have given me all this information yeah. and said, what do you think my fuel economy is? And I'm pretty good at predicting this once I know all the variables. I would have said, you should be averaging yeah. six and a half. No problem. Yeah. And then if you would have told me you're driving 55 uh, to 60... I would have said, oh, well, then you should be doing 7 plus. Yeah. Yeah. Two things. Um, I don't know where tire matters, but I got uh, these are two, let's see, they're two, 285s, 75, 24, 5 tires all the way around. And then uh, one more little note. The other day I had a bobtail. I had to drop my trail floor for some repairs. I just bobtailed to some family about an hour and a half away. And even bobtail, and I was only at seven and a quarter. Oh. I'm running about, I was running about 65, 68. So you know yeah, I mean? but still, that, that, you know, I wouldn't, when I, I would. Been in the, I should have been close to 10. Well, when we built the first signature truck, and Lisa and I drove it from the factory after, I mean, we literally finished that truck at 11 o'clock at night, the night before the truck show. We were still out there working on it, and then we had to drive, you know, up to the show. Um, when we bought, and then when we got done in Louisville, we bobtailed that all the way out to uh, Colorado, and we were pushing fifteen bobtailing. I mean that, yeah. it, you know that. Yeah. So clearly, something is wrong with this truck, and nothing is. You know, the only thing I would be able to do at this point, have you done an oil sample at all? I 
uh, when I first bought it, and I'm actually due for my next service. So, I first when I first bought it. Um, matter of fact, I I emailed to you guys, and you took a look at it, and nothing really jumped out other than the transmission problem. Um, we talked about it on the air back. Okay. January sometime. Yeah. Early February. Wow, I am. Um, just you got something with the transmission. I am stumped. Um, I would pull another oil <laughs> yeah, sample just because maybe something sure. will show up. We need something to work on here. And it, and if this were my truck and we were stuck where we are right now, I think I would be back at Pittsburgh Power putting it on the dyno. Did they have it on the dyno at all? Yeah, twice. You get this. So before they did any changes, injectors and anything to it, they put it on there, and they had, uh, like, 458 horsepower on the ground to the wheels there. And then they had, uh, I think that was ground torque. And they had, uh, what was the RPMs or the, I forget, I forget my sheet. Anyways, they put the injectors in, and it actually went down. It went down a couple hundred, or a couple, of, uh, like 15 horsepower, and a little bit of torque went down. Um nothing that's i don't know what else to tell you on that yeah wow um boy you i tell me though i said well what, how many miles are on that computer because it has you know four hundred thousand plus on the odometer right he says well it's probably a million four which i figured it was a million plus yeah this is yeah. on the on the computer the ecm he said there's two hundred and like twenty thousand on the ecm so somebody had changed that a while back did Pittsburgh Power have much time to check into the ECM and the programming? You know, the N14 is a pretty simple ECM. There's not a lot you can do with that one. Did they did they play around in there at all? Yeah, so when they had it on the uh, dyno, um, he was sitting up there in the cab with his laptop, and he was just kind of playing the numbers. And I was inside that little that little room in there watching the watching all the gauges, you know, on his yeah. computer yeah. on the screen. And, I mean, that was pretty cool. I took a bunch of pictures and some video. I mean, that was that, really – I learned a little bit there. So, thanks, Bruce, if you're listening. <laughs> that is cool. And yeah. And um, that is very cool. Uh, and he said he got it as best he could get it for what I had. He goes, if you want to make, you know, some other adjustments, you want to, you know, do a tune on this thing, he says, but for right now, that's all I can, that's all I can give you. Right. Um, I said, well, let's go give it a shot. We'll see if it improves the mileage. Because I went in there with, you know, like I say – Less than five miles a gallon, I thought I'd, I'd lock out or well, at least six and a quarter, six and a half, and then change nothing. This is a mystery. Nothing is jumping out at me, and that's unusual. I mean, I can almost always figure out at least the next step. You know, here's what we should go try, or the, it's uh, probably the, this, or. Yeah. The, the 24, the 24.5 five tires. Would that matter much at it, all, it, being the car rubber? It, it will, and I was going to come back to that, because not only should you get rid of the 24.5s, but what is the tire uh, make and model? Uh, let's see. The steers I got from uh, up there in, uh, um, uh, what's the Chad's place up there in Kansas City? T&E. They put the yeah, E and E. They put the steers up from it, and they're a uh, one of their one of their off brands. They didn't have the 
the Bridgestones or whatever he had. His, his record. He was out of his record. He goes, this is what I have today. Okay. This is the best I have for you. And I think they're like a, like a, like a Japan tire or Korean tire. Yeah. I think it starts with an S. Okay. What do you um, have for drives? And then the drives, the, the drives I have, I have the Dayton. What are they? Five sixties? Does that sound about right? I think so. Um, yeah, I think that's their. The, that's the what they call that the radial deep skid. I think is what they call that one. Um, if I remember right, that one has a rolling resistance of about a hundred and forty, and being the twenty-four-five. Yeah, it's probably even worse on the 24.5. So there's there's a strong possibility that if you were to change out all the tires to low pro 22.5s with good low rolling resistance, that we could pick up a half mile per gallon there. So that at least brings you up to a number that starts to look a little more reasonable. It's not exactly where we'd like it, but at least we'd be starting to approach the sixes. Um, Other than that, I would just have to get this thing back in, um, probably on the dyno, probably start playing around with the tune. I don't know. I'm going to have to think some more on this one. You know, call me back when you get your next oil sample. Maybe I'll even work with Pittsburgh Power on this one. This one might be a challenge. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Join us for the 2018 CMC Live Seminar, the biggest, baddest educational event dedicated to the trucking industry. This event takes place September 17th through the 21st at the Mid-America Center in Council Bluffs, Iowa. This five-day seminar focuses solely on the unique challenges and opportunities that truck drivers face every day, not only on the job, but in all facets of life. Learn from the industry's top leaders, network with fellow drivers, and start running more effective and profitable businesses. Spots are filling up fast. Don't miss this opportunity to take action on your business, your life, and your future. Together, we can help you Master the journey. Register online at letstruck.com or call our TriCare team at 855-800-FUEL with any questions. That's 855-800-3835. Hey, Audio Road listener, what is your profit per mile? How about your cost per mile or even your bottom line? Stop driving blind and know your numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner-operators. Habits and access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our 30-day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call our TribeCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Did you know that 35% of fuel economy can be attributed to your driving habits? Use the ScanGauge KR to maximize your driving efficiency. The ScanGauge KR has built-in and programmable digital gauges that allow you to read instant fuel mileage, average fuel economy, and dozens more gauges as you drive. 
get to know your truck, and learn how you can improve your fuel cost and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Drive smarter and master the journey. Get yours today at Let'sTruck.com or call our TriCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. As a professional driver, there is no question that fuel is your highest cost. Fuel Gauges tracks each fuel up, provides your 30, 60, and 90-day miles per gallon average. Also tracks maintenance and modifications. Best of all, it is completely free to use. There is no excuse not to use your miles per gallon and start improving your fuel economy. Download the Fuel Gauges app today and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Let Fuel Gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com. Or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Um, I just got a really preliminary report. I don't have a lot of details, but you may want to uh, check up on this I-8 in Arizona. Um, I'm getting a report. It's shut down completely. Uh, they're deserted, diverting westbound at exit 102. Um, I got a report from a driver who's been sitting there for almost six hours. So... Um, Sounds like it might, I know I-8's not a really highly traveled route. That's really far south. But if you're needing to be down that way, you might want to check that out. Like I said, I don't have a lot of details. It's really uh, early report. But uh, if you happen to be in that area, you might want to figure that out. Let's get to some phone calls. We're down to the... Final segment. I'm going to get right back. We're going to head off to Texas this time. Terry, welcome to the program. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, I got a question on 2018. I called you before uh, with my engine problems, but this one is a different one. 2018, 389, 45,000 miles on it. And any time I'm doing about anything above 60 miles an hour to anywhere 80 miles an hour, this thing will vibrate. I mean, shake. And today I noticed I happened to use a hard braking and my transmission stopped growling. Hmm. Okay. All right, so we're going to have to deal with these as two separate problems right now. It's possible they could come back and be part of the same issue, but I don't think so. Um, let's start with the, the bounce. Any time a bounce starts you know, at 60 and you can't get rid of it, that's almost always an out-of-balance condition somewhere or an out-of-round condition. 
So what I would start with is just a really good look at the way the tires are mounted on all the rims, especially since this is a new truck. We're looking at a problem that could have been created during the build itself, that something was just wrong right from the start. So if you've ever really paid attention where the tire meets the rim, there's, there's a ridge on the tire, all tires, and it's there for a reason. And that, that little ridge on the tire should be equal all the way around the rim. So if you measure it at the top, the bottom, and in, no matter where you measure it, the distance from the edge of the rim to where that ridge on the rubber of the tire is should be equal. And that gives us a really quick visual okay. that the tire was mounted correctly. And it's amazing how many times I see tires not even mounted right. And if they didn't get the mount right, we're never going to get it balanced. We're never going to get it to run smooth. So that's a good, easy visual inspection that you can do yourself. Then what I would do, um, either find a tire shop that has a a run-out gauge, or I would even buy one yourself. A really good run-out gauge, you can get them for less than 200 bucks. If you if you want to buy a cheap one, you can get them for less than a hundred. And basically, what it does is we're going to jack up each wheel position. You put the the wheel of this gauge; it's a, a a needle gauge against the tread of the tire, so it's just touching. And then you just spin the tire, and it measures whether that tire is really round or not. So, and it's really if we're doing it on the truck, it's measuring the tire, the wheel the hub, the whole assembly. So that's the best way to do it. On the truck, just spin it freely. What you want is you want no more than 60 thousandths of an inch out. If When I I, I got a chance to spend a, a day, actually two, with the engineers at Michelin, and they told me that if you start with a good quality tire and you do every step of the installation correctly and your out-of-round is less than 60 thousandths of an inch, you shouldn't even have to balance the tire. Now, I believe that you know good dynamic balancing is something we should do. But you should also do all these correct steps. So I would check all of the radial runout on those tires. My guess is you're going to find something out of round. If it's not out of round, then something's going to be way out of balance somewhere. And I would, you know, I really like the uh, counteract beads for balancing. Right. Right. And uh, what do you think about this transmission growling when I'm doing the heartbreak? Yeah, now that's that's a, a different and a bigger issue. Um so there's 45,000 miles on the truck. Have you been driving it the whole time? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. And when did this, you call it a growling, when did that start? Well, I have actually noticed because you usually a hard break very often, you know. I mean, you hardly do it. So when the truck was fairly new, it only had like, 3,000 miles, and I had to hard break, but I literally just uh, threw it away, just like, oh, just like, thought, 
today I I had to do it again, and same thing, and that reminded me of that day. I said, well, I was doing it then, and today is doing, I mean, when you do a hard break, and uh, the transmission will start, just like, just like so, you want to spin or something, want to break in there. Yeah, that, you know, it, it it's really hard. We describe sounds very differently, and I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I'm clearly understanding exactly what this is doing, so I'm not sure that I'm going to be much help on this one. I think this is one of those where a technician's going to have to get in the truck and hear this one. Um, I don't really see right. any... I mean, nothing's jumping out, you know, a direct correlation between a hard braking and why that transmission would start making that noise. I, I think that one... You know, at the very least, the first step is we're going to have to get, a, like I said, a technician in the truck to listen to that problem when it's happening. Um, even with only 45,000 miles, there could be a mechanical problem in that transmission. It might be worth doing an oil sample. So same kits that we use for engine oil, you just use market as a transmission sample uh it might unless you can get a technician in and he knows right away what the problem is but if 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 we can't identify what the noise is you know they could always do a quick visual inspection and see if there's anything obvious but beyond that i think i would um i think i might pull a sample on this if it's making that much of a noise, there might be a mechanical issue here. I'm going to squeeze in one more call. I'm going to go to Indiana. Dan, you got about two minutes. Okay. Um, I just wanted you to look at the specs on my fuel gauges real quick and tell me what you think as far as what speed you think I should run. I've been running about 60. My 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 boost gauge tells me that it runs about, on flat ground, it's about 6. Um and climbing hills, it goes up to about 26, 28. Okay, so rather than me go look them up, tell me the specs real quick. Uh, it's uh, 525 for the horse with, uh, two, like, I believe it's 293 rears. It's got a uh, DT12 auto shift transmission, and it's a uh, DD13 engine. Do you know if that D12 is that's or DT12 is a? Do you know if that's a single overdrive? It's automatic. I don't know. I'm a I'm a company I'm a company driver, but yeah. it, but it normally runs in twelve. Yeah, um, that may be the single overdrive version of that transmission, which this is a pretty nice set of specs. Um, you know, this is one of those trucks that, that the way this is set up, I'll tell you, you're going to get your absolute best fuel economy at 55. You know, whether you want to run 55 as a company driver, that's a whole different issue. I get it. You get paid by the mile. The more miles you drive, the more money you make. You're not paying for the fuel. I appreciate the fact that you want to get better fuel economy, um, but it... This truck was specced for fuel economy, so it should do really well. But it's going to do really well between 55 and 60. Okay, yeah, because I run about 60, and my average 
My average load is between 45,000 and 47 in the box of dry van. Okay. And what is your fuel economy so far? Uh, according to fuel gauges, it's about 7.11. And I got, I, that's just for free fill-ups since I started using it. Okay. All right. Well, and it's got some break-in time, but I think you're on the right track with this. You're driving it right. Those are good specs. I think this this truck should settle in to be an 8-plus mile per gallon truck. So give it a little more time. Um, let it break in some. Give me a call back. We'll talk about it some more. I'm all out of time. These hours just fly by at night. We'll see you uh, Monday night live again. Be safe. We'll see you next time. I'm Kevin Rutherford.